What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. How has your week been so far, man? It's been, uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, good week, lah. Like, like, I think, uh, you know, uh, after the rush of the presidential elections, mm. things have sort of settled back into normal business again. Right? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, um, I know last week was technically the first week after the presidential election. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it still feels like this is the first week that we are back to normal. Yeah, yeah. Last uh-huh. week, there was still a lot of buzz about it. And, and uh, I think, uh, you know, we weren't looking at other aspects of Singapore politics that much. Mm. But it seems like stuff is, is coming back again. Lah. And I, it, just yesterday, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, when's when's Parliament sitting again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you, you see people, like, filing motions. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, like, this week, it is Taman's inauguration, right? Is it this week? Uh, September 14th. Oh, wow. That's yeah, yeah, like suit, yeah. Yeah, uh, on two days' time. La. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And contrary to what an Indian channel thinks, mm. uh, Taman is not taking over Lee Sen Lung as PM. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no no person of Indian origin yeah. is taking <laughs> over. Why, I heard that. I'm like, PM. guys, okay, I know there's Indian pride and all, but that's yeah. a bit much. La. That's yeah, a bit yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, la, we're, we're kind of back to regular business per mm, se mm. but I mean it is still going to be a big thing with Taman being inaugurated soon yeah. and next week will be the Taman era la. yeah oh yeah that's right post Halima yeah 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 I'm seeing a lot of uh, farewells or, or tributes to Halima mm. coming up uh, these couple of days uh. yeah how do you feel about all that I mean, I think it's interesting mm. because uh, as compared to the previous election it fe- feels like this election there was a lot more investment of time and emotions by people. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm optimistic, uh, but I'm also excited. Mm, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. You? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think it will be quite a big change whether or not, uh, whether or whatever you think about the presidency, right? Mm. I think it will be a very big change when there's someone, uh, you know, who had such a strong mandate and, and such support from everybody yeah. coming in and becoming president. I think that that um, you know even related to things we're talking about today, yeah, like the 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 significance of that leadership change, mm, uh, it says mm, a lot about society as well, like, right? That is true. Mm. That is true. Mm, mm. Uh, but we will get to that. Yes. Uh, before we dive into the first topic, is there anything you want to say, Terence? Uh, as always, if you found this podcast uh, engaging or funny or helpful in any way, please make sure to follow. Uh, and subscribe on whatever platforms you're listening to this. Mm. Uh, even on YouTube, you also should be subscribing to our YouTube because you can actually see us. See our yeah. faces. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and our non-reactions. Yeah. Sometimes our reactions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we Spotify, Instagram, TikTok. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Anywhere where, you know, any good platforms are where they're. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and if you're on Spotify, you can also leave us a rating. I believe now we have got a, almost 1,100 ratings. Wow, okay. Average of 4.8 on yeah. Spotify. Yeah. So thanks for all the love, but we can always use more love. Yeah, and if you want to work with us, uh, email us, contact at ministryoffunny.com. Yeah. It's always the place to reach out to us for any serious collaborations or just to work together and, and figure something out. And then out. we have been getting uh, emails, which is nice. Yeah, we have. Uh, we have yeah. Of, yeah. From all sorts of people. Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, cool, man. Shall we shall we jump into the the first topic? Yes. And what yes. is this uh first topic that is uh I, you know yeah, interesting thing. None of our topics are based in Singapore mm. today. 
which is uh, I think it's been a while since we've not had something Singapore centric <laughs> yeah, to talk about, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's not something we considered. Uh, we did consider, yeah, but yeah, yeah. these few felt like oh, there's a lot more. There's a lot of yellow butt potential. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the first topic is around not just the the recent conviction of Danny Masterson, mm. um, who was a uh, who became his breakout uh, role was back in the show called the Dead Seventy Show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for for those younger listeners, you might not be aware, but during 1998 to 2006, that 70s show mm. was a massively popular show. Massive, yeah, yeah, massive. I loved it. It okay, it's not to the level of Friends, mm. but mm. it was not too far behind, also, lah. You know, yeah. um, it was a great show, and one of the characters, uh, played by Danny Met, uh, Dan, Danny Masterson, called Stephen Hyde. He was like the tough guy, funny guy, and mm. the whole show was set in the 70s, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. And the show launched the careers of Ashton Kutcher yeah. and Mila Kunis. Like, and, right? and even uh, uh, Danny Masterson, Topher Grace, mm. um, they all started there. Like. Yeah. Um, and like um, over the past five years, there has been an ongoing trial of Danny Masterson against three counts of rape. Mm, okay. Um, and he has recently been uh, sentenced to 30 mm. years to life in prison yeah. uh, for two of the three charges. Mm. The third rape charge was, uh, there was no verdict because of a hung jury. Yep. So that was announced on September 7th. Mm. But more recently, what has been in the news is a whole backlash towards Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Yeah. Who are now one of the Hollywood power couples. Lah, you know? mm. um, he has moved on from just being an actor to investor, philanthropist. She's uh, still like mainly acting, but mm. like up there in terms of the A-listers. Lah. Yeah. Um, they put out an apology video um, after it was made known that they were two out of about 50 people Mm. who had written character references for Danny Masterson that was sent to the judge la, mm, mm. Um, to kind of like uh, talk about his character. La. Mm. Um, and a few days ago, they posted a video on Instagram yeah, kind of explaining why they did that mm. and apologizing if they hurt any victims of, of rape or sexual harassment. Yeah. So, I mean, the past 24 to 48 hours, there's been a lot of flack about their actions. Mm. Uh, but but what, 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 how have you been following this whole case? Uh? Actually, I haven't. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's you who brought it to my attention. Ah, uh, you I know, I know you are like, you love this celebrity stuff, right? Hey, hey, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but you brought uh, it to my attention, yeah. No, I, I think You I, knew Danny Masterson was under like... No, I, I had no clue. Oh, you so. didn't know? Yeah, no, I, I never really followed that 70s show. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Closely, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I guess it must have meant a lot to you when you heard about the, that he was a convicted rapist, huh? Was it? I mean, you make it meant a lot, like as though, like <laughs> my hero has had a fall from grace or something. Um, I mean, in, in the sense that it's just one of those things where you, mm. you, you were watching this character when I was what, like fourteen to, uh, twenty two. Yeah. So it's like you know, it was a show about teenagers. Yeah, yeah. I was a teenager. Yeah. And there was a lot on like, oh shit, uh, yeah So so when I found out that oh shit, he's being, uh, convicted of rape, he's been sentenced. I'm like, oh shit, mm. that's, you. It was. It, I want to say it was sad. It was just like, damn. Mm. Like, uh, you you have this image of someone based on who they play. Yeah. But this is the reality. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, but more recently, it was more the actions of Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis that I thought, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. But actually, uh, just going back again, so how beloved is his character in that 70s show? 
like uh was it like a beloved character actually or? i think so i mean like mm. like any good tv show every character is different yeah but he was a cool one oh, the cool one yeah okay. there was the goofy lead protagonist okay. then there was the funny foreign guy yeah 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 uh then there was the good looking himbo okay. which was ashton kutcher okay the good looking bimbo which was mila kunis yeah and Stephen Hyde was like um, the one who was older, cooler, wiser. La. I see, I see. I see uh, okay. So, so very like cool character la, and okay. hilarious. La. So, is it very sad for you when you heard all this happening, like this whole backlash against you know, mm, the stars of the show? No, no. Uh, Why not, not sad? Because the thing is, like, okay, what he did, um, I trust the judicial process. Okay. And if he's guilty, he's guilty lah. He uh, deserves the sentence. Yeah. And for Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, it does. I do find their behavior and the letters they wrote a bit odd lah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Do you read the letters? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've read. I've read up about the case, but mm. it's just that. Uh, maybe different from you is that I'm very emotionally detached, detached uh, uh, from this because I have no. I have no uh, like uh, what do you call it? Sentimental yeah. feelings. You don't watch the show. I mean, I watched here and there, but it uh, never really caught on for me, lah. You know. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I always knew Ashton Kutcher as the or the the dude who was dating Demi Moore for a while. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, And yes. having that strange thing with Bruce Willis, you know, <laughs> yes. you know as Ricky Gervais says, uh, Bruce Willis' son, right? Yeah, Ashton Bruce Willis' son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember like. Having, I think I probably had a crush on Mila Kunis oh, okay, back okay, then. Okay, okay, then when okay. I was older, also have another crush again. So it was see, a re-crushing of a crush. Got it, got it. Um, okay. But that aside, yeah. the show just felt like, oh, uh, yeah, it resonated. It resonated. Uh, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. So just, uh, just looking at all this right now, like what do you feel about? Why, why do you feel that Ashton Kutcher and, and Mila Kunis, uh, their letters were problematic? Uh? Because it was one of those things that, uh, I mean, here's a guy who's convicted of rape. Uh, yeah. I mean, gone through a very lengthy mm, judicial mm. process. Yeah. And they were writing letters to the judge to take into consideration mm, mm. Uh, to lessen the sentence. La. Okay. So even though they are in their apology video, which was a bit annoying also because they were clearly reading off a script or something. Mm, mm. Uh, they said, oh, they don't mean to question the judicial process. They... They, their heart goes out to any victims of sexual harassment. Mm. Uh, they just wanted to write these character references based on the Danny person that they knew. La. Yeah. But then I felt like, uh, for this kind of thing, yeah, people can be like a saint in most of their life, but if mm. they do something fucked up in one aspect of their life, does the, the character kind of mean much? Mm. Mm. Uh, and and I guess the, the fact that they did it, uh, and then the apology video, which felt a bit odd, and then also, there's a whole case of Scientology wrapped around yeah. this whole thing, also, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, where sure. they were accused of, you know, like using their influence to, to cover up the uh, case. Yeah, yeah. So then you look at it, you're like, there's something iffy about it. Eh? But um, I mean, we talk about processes, right? The judicial process. Yeah. The judicial process. I mean, I, I mean, the the whole court case and everything is separate from the sentencing process, like, right? Mm-hmm. So, in some sense, this is like uh, what. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis weren't what they're doing sort of like just being a character reference for, for what they knew about Danny Masterson. Of course, they didn't know that beforehand that he was a rapist and everything, right? Mm. So, they, I mean, they've explained in a video that they were approached by his family to write something that is only related to the sentencing of the person. And not saying that it's trying to defend his character vis-a-vis what he actually did to, to those people, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so why why is it that that um 
they should be vilified for, you know, basically writing a letter that is just saying, hey, yes, this guy made mistakes, uh, but this is what I know of this person as as I knew him lah, for the last 25 years. Mm. And please take that into account while you're doing sentencing. So that's why I feel is weird. If they were to mm. post this on their own social media, right, yeah. then I feel like, okay, you're using your platform that you've built up to put your voice. I think maybe for me, the fact that it was sent to the judge. Okay. I think that is a bit, a bit weird because then it becomes a case of like, if you get a hundred or a thousand character letters, mm. should that be part of the consideration? Mm. Uh, and I feel like it's one of those things that you are trying to influence something that that you don't really have the, the how you say, uh, the, you don't have the justification to do. Because, mm. okay, I'm not super familiar with the sentencing process even yeah. in Singapore or the US where, where you can just write a letter to a judge to mm-hmm. appeal. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that, that's where I find it. You don't find it odd? No, but uh, just going back to something you're saying, mm. isn't it worse if they had posted something on their on their social media? Which I mean, yeah, la, it is their own platform, you know. Yeah. But it reaches a lot more people than than a private letter to a judge, la, right? Saying, mm. "Hey, I know this person. I know he fucked up, but uh, generally he was the re- other than those instances that are now out in public. He was a general, uh, you know, decent person, la, right?" Mm. Um, isn't it worse to use social media to try and drum up support publicly for somebody to pressure, uh, you know, pressure the judiciary or the judge via social media? Mm. Wouldn't that be worse than writing a personal But the thing about social media, if you post, then you deal with the consequences. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think like if you want to post anything in defense, I mean, even in Singapore, when you had cases of say Dikosh, mm-hmm. right, he was convicted, you had yeah. some of his friends not say come out and support him, but mm. say they wouldn't abandon him like that. Mm, mm, so then one, I'm like, okay, you, I can disagree with you, yeah. but you post it on your own. Yeah. I think it's just the fact that they send this to the to the judge. Yeah. yeah. That means you're saying that because it seems like they're trying to exert influence yeah. on the key decision maker in the yeah. process. And yeah. because they are, ultimately they are famous celebrities mm. and everything who could sway uh, personal, even personal opinion right mm. um, that it seems messy that they got involved in this whole thing right that they shouldn't have got involved yeah and also like that's one thing of course I'm assuming that they are trying to uh, you know like like twist the arm of the judge mm. but also the letter both of them kind of focus on how Danny was a positive influence in their lives Yeah, in terms of keeping them away from drugs that mm. was one thing that they both said and then they talked about their conduct on set and conduct on this then that's where also I feel like, mm, yeah, then, then you're kind of like, I mean, that's the issue that we see day-to-day life, right? Yeah, yeah. This is this person who's projecting this image of perfection and all that. And, mm-hmm. and but back in, in their closet, they have some shit they've done. Yeah. Or, or they are, the, the way they behave in other aspects of their life is totally opposite to how they behave in general. And I feel, should that be taken into account? Mm-hmm. But then yeah. as a friend, if a friend, mm. so if a friend comes to you and say, hey, I fucked up, you know, or, okay, let's say, let's, uh, maybe it's not a crime or something, mm. like, like they fucked up in their marriage or something. Could you help me go and put in a good word to my <laughs> wife or something like that? Then you say, no, no, cannot, cannot. You don't, I'm... To wife? Yeah. To wife, it's, a, it's, it's outside of like the system, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one I see that's very different. Okay. Yeah, so, so that one like... Uh, I, I do also feel if a close friend of you fucks up, you know, mm-hmm. to just abandon, no, that's not cool. Also, yeah. Um, you should be there. You can disagree with what they did. But if it's writing a character reference for your wife 
okay lah, that one I, I'll be open to it mm. lah. Because mm. it really, it, it, like the judge is almost like part of this system that has to deal with everybody equally lah. Mm. Whereas mm. your wife is your, your wife lah. Okay, like they sure, don't have to deal sure. with other husbands. Yeah. Right. And, and I think also, yeah, just as we talk through it, I'm also seeing the difference in that. If the wife, or your friend's wife, like mm. hypothetical friend's wife, is the victim of his behavior and everything, right? Whatever it is, extramarital affair, whatever. Yeah. Um, at least the person is, what you're doing is trying to, uh, you know, make make good between the victim and the and the and your friend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this one, yeah, it does feel like it's more like Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were getting involved in the legal process. Mm of, uh, you know, deciding what punishment he needs to be given. Uh, mm. uh, as opposed to like, oh, um, yeah, like what you said, vouching for them, for for, the, for Danny Masterson in public and saying, hey, you know, we're waiting for you after your punishment or after your, after you come out from, from prison or whatever, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So there is a, a, a bit of a difference there because, yeah, it does, I, I think for, especially for the victims, it must seem like a real slap in the face when, mm knowing that, that, that everything that he did has become public, but there's still famous people, powerful people who are working sort of almost behind the scenes to try and uh, cushion the blow for him, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's just that that has a bit of a feeling. But yeah. when you were reading into this, given that you didn't follow it closely, yeah. did it feel like, what was your initial thought? Eh? But there's nothing wrong. Uh, Not that there's nothing wrong. In that I was trying to understand... Uh, like if you're if you're like the situation uh, where if you're friends with somebody who mm. has gotten in trouble um, and then his family you know reaches out to say hey can you put in a, a word you know with whatever you can do uh, like is that necessarily a wrong thing to do la? like mm. at what point do you say uh, yeah this 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 is the line for me as a friend I can't cross this line really yeah uh, yeah and maybe in this case that this, because of who they are, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, right, in, in Hollywood and everything, uh, maybe they have crossed the line uh, that, that mm. really, in the, in the court of public opinion, makes it uh, look really bad on them. Because, like, let's say, let's say if one of your friends of 25 years yeah. actually was convicted of rape yeah. Yeah. and the family approaches you to yeah. write to a judge in Singapore, correct, a character reference, and he's like a fucking solid guy, you know, yeah. in every sense of the word, would you? Um, well, that one is, I I mean, like, in a sense, what they said, like, like they're making a, they, they wrote in, in, in vein of like, in the vein of like, what they, uh, they basically wrote on what they knew about him for those 25 mm. years, like, right? Um, I, I guess that's all you can do, like, right? Uh, but it's just that they embellished their letters with a lot of things, like, He's like, they talked about him being being able to leave their children with him and things like that. <laughs> There's kind of like, when you're talking about a predator, a sexual predator and mm. all that, it's it's one of those things that like, huh? Like, um, runs counter to what you would say about, uh, what, what you would do around or say about a sexual predator, like, right? That he's yeah. safe to be left around people and things like that. Like. And so that's where the contents, maybe the, I mean, it's, writing letters not necessarily a bad thing. But they claim that they were only writing based on what they know. But they were making a lot of assertions mm. in the letter that seemed to paint like, oh, he's a role model. Yeah, there's like, actually actually he's not a bad person, and there's no way that he they're almost like insinuating like, hey, how like this is someone that you can actually trust. He's not a sexual predator mm. when they say things like that. 
So I, w- I wouldn't blanket say that no, I wouldn't write a letter, but I think that's what the contents of a letter are important. Like. In this case, mm. it's sound, when you when you read it, it feels like they, they are going above and beyond to to almost say that he's like, he, that it couldn't possibly have been that this person that that raped uh, the women, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. there is one example that Ashton Kutcher brings up. There was an incident where we were at a pizza parlor and a mm. belligerent man um, who who, who uh, seemed to be berating his girlfriend. Yeah. We had never met or seen these people before, but Danny was the first person to jump to the defense of this girl. Mm, mm. It was an incident he didn't have to get involved in, but proactively chose to because that's the way this man... Uh, because the way that man was behaving was not right. And mm, it goes on mm. to say that, yeah, like, Danny is always upheld, like, treating mm, humans with respect. Yeah, yeah. Then you read it, it's like, <laughs> so yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe that's the crux of it, yeah. is the content of it. So, so I was just thinking in my head, like, hypothetically, yeah. if you, let's say you, yeah. were convicted of rape, and mm. then I was asked to write a letter for you, like, yeah. like, what would I be able to write that wouldn't, you know, would, would seem, I'm still be your friend, and I'm, I would like to support you when you come out of prison and everything. But yeah. how do I... What, what can I say, write? Yeah. Is, yeah. What would you say, Uh The first thing that comes to my mind is uh, he's a man, he's a very filial son who every Tuesday he doesn't eat. He doesn't <laughs> eat meat because, he's, because it means a lot to his mother. <laughs> and no beef in general. <laughs> no, beef in general. <laughs> no beef in general. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, you know, uh, generally, you know, he... he he uh doesn't have a lot of airs around him, takes public transport, you know, and, and like There's a some character <laughs> reference like dude. No, but my, my I think my the point I'm saying is that I probably what I cannot touch on probably is anything about your interactions with, with women. women. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean other than your mother and maybe your wife and all that, right? Uh. But we won't go to the areas of how you, you treat women because I think that would almost seem like it's uh downplaying what the you know, the damage he actually did to mm-hmm. his victims are, right? So I would I would go around those issues uh, like about how you don't eat beef and, and you're very nice to your mother. I met the judge reading it also <laughs> like wow this guy clearly he's he's just writing it to just and, be uh, a be a friend. Uh. And he's got you know very, very resilient very resilient member of society. He spent eighty four hours. I never say uh, putting his head on, I never on the say. car to win the car. <laughs> I never say. Uh, yeah, things like that like, Yeah 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 yeah. I think then that okay lah. Then if I was like then if that goes on public then I'm like okay lah. You know this is what you do for a friend but. But Anything, then, like, yeah. that means you would, you would still think it's okay to send that to the judge, lah. I mean, ultimately, uh, I, th- I think we've talked about this before, right? Uh-huh. You know, in, in how how do you judge your friends who you know do fucked up things in their, in their romantic relationships mm. with people? Mm. I think you and I have, have slightly different views on it, lah, where mm. I feel it's, it's, it's tough, lah, as someone outside of the relationship to judge how, he co- how your friend conducts himself. But you, what, what's your take on that, though? Like, if your friend cheated on his partner or that what was your thing? I mean like I wouldn't be able to separate that uh, yeah. from their non-romantic yeah. side of them so you la. cut them off like you cut him off I never time. cut them off la. okay <laughs> I have friends who have cheated before ah uh, yes yeah yes. and then so but then so I, you can, won't write letter for them if they ask <laughs> <laughs> fuck you la. now you're putting words in my mouth I'm just saying that over time the the whatever like that trust can be built up again but I won't mm. deny that if I find out a close friend really cheats on someone I will look at them and be like, oh, oh, damn it, like, why? Like, why? It will affect my impression of them. Yeah. I no, but mean, you, won't, you won't write a letter for them, like, you're saying. No, I'm saying like, <laughs> no, see, this is what, what kind of, what kind of conversation this is, a, is this? this is you, are, you are telling me what I'm going to answer. I'm just saying like, like, let's say it was you, like, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, would yeah. I write a letter mm-hmm. to the judge? 
Yeah, whoever lah to to the court of public opinion. Yeah, I think I would be open to writing letter, but again, yeah, it's yeah. the content lah. Mm. It, it, it is the content. And, and what, what do you mean the content? Like like, like, like just just like um even maybe even in a letter acknowledging that okay like um what he did if convicted yeah it it is terrible yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it is this but it 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 doesn't represent all of this person that I know lah yeah, yeah, uh, within yeah. my capacity yeah. within my limited experience so yeah. you set that context and then you can talk yeah uh then it feels like okay uh it's more about just acknowledging that this person is not fully defined by that one action mm, mm, and there's mm. more to him lah Okay, but there okay. needs to be a lot of self awareness, lah. And a lot of caveats, lah. A lot of caveats. Like, yes. <laughs> okay, disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. 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 <laughs> yeah, like two pages of disclaimer for like one page. Of it's letters. like a Wikipedia article, yeah. like, You know all the references <laughs> at the bottom. Um, yeah. So, so it is more maybe the context, lah. And mm. I mean, these letters now have been made public. Yeah. That's why they put out the apology video. Then the apology video also was like half ass, and then yeah. they disable comments on it. Yeah, yeah. So it just looks like, hey guys, like. Uh, yeah. And I think there was a meme uh-huh. people were dissecting the the apology video because yeah. it's like the backdrop is like this wooden planks or something, yeah, right? Uh-huh. But um, someone pulled up like uh, I think Architectural Digest actually showed what their house is their it? house looks like before, <laughs> and it's actually this this just this wooden facade in front of a giant swimming pool and everything. <laughs> so people like they tried to make it make the video look like they were you know just taking it in the middle of nowhere, but actually they were in their mansion. In, in Hollywood and I mean they were not dressed up or anything yeah, yeah, no and makeup like, you know yeah. like Ashton Kutcher made it seem like it was a bit more off the cuff because yeah. you know he looked at Mila Kunis you know? yeah. but Mila Kunis was just robotics yeah. yeah. and then there's the whole the hand reaching out to switch on, switch yeah. on and off the phone <laughs> thing which is like not necessary la. yeah so it's the whole thing you look at it you're like Ugh. and then yeah. the interesting thing is uh, that 70s show there were one, two, three, four, five. Like six main, uh, no, five teenagers. Oh shit, one, two, three, four. Five main teenagers, la, okay. um, including uh, Topher Grace. Yeah. Um, the Wilder Valderrama, who was mm. Fez, mm. and uh, Laura Prepon. Um, but it was only Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis who wrote reference letters. Ah, uh, I see, I see. Yeah, so then the other co-stars, like, I mean, Laura Prepon was also in the Church of Scientology along oh, okay, with Danny okay. Masterson, but she yeah. left. Oh, I see, in I see. 2016 and then so it feels like huh okay even within the cast there's like um, differences uh. differences yeah. and and some other producers you know I think on the cast also wrote support letters uh, and then there's the other side of that whole Scientology thing because like, mm. Danny Masterson married someone who is from the Church of Scientology Yeah. and then you get the the four um, accusers kind of claiming that there was a, a fair game uh, uh, campaign yeah to to obstruct their lives la. Mm. and this fair game thing at first I thought it was just a regular phrase fair game fair game but in the in the world of Scientology it basically is used to describe politics and practices that carried out by the Church of Scientology towards people and groups it perceives as its enemies oh I see so some of the accusers said their dogs uh, one dog had to be euthanized because he ate rat poison that was stuffed into a piece of meat oh. and stuff like that la. of course those are all just claims yeah but then it feels like, oh shit, this is weird. And then, of mm. course, now, as with all things in social media, older videos yeah. of Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson are coming up and it, it doesn't age well. Oh, like what? Eh? There was one video where uh, Ashton Kutcher was uh, with Mila Kunis on, I think, the Rosie O'Donnell show. Okay. And Mila Kunis was talking about how when she, in the first season, she was 14. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ashton Kutcher was 19. And she was told that, okay, like this is my boyfriend and there's going to be kissing. Mm. So Ashton, and then she said on the show, and 
um, Ashton Kutcher was talking about how, you know, yeah, I know she's 14. Um, and this clip was, I think, 2003 or something. So mm-hmm. there was really some element of being conscious that she was young. Yeah. Um, and then Mila Kunis said, oh, tell, tell, tell her about the joke that you had with, uh, that bet you had with Danny. Mm-hmm. So Danny Masterson had bet, uh, I think, 10 or $20 to, for Ashton Kutcher to French kiss Mila Kunis oh, on wow. the first kiss. Okay. And according to Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher was her first kiss. Oh, man. So you look at it and then like Mila Kunis says, you know, but he didn't get his tongue in my in my mouth. Then uh, Ashton Kutcher was like, I so did. I so did. <laughs> then you watch it, you're like, oh, man. Of course, they ended up getting married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just the whole thing, it feels like, hmm, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a messy situation. Yeah, yeah. But, the, you know, the thing is, is Hollywood is a... Uh, Bizarre place, like right? Yeah, people there have all these kinks and weird things that uh, to the rest of the world, uh, the rest of the normal world outside, like um, it, it's it's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, probably on set and all that. Yeah. you don't uh-huh. even know half of, like, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a uh, th- this situation is is ugly because of uh, yeah. So, I mean, um, social media and all has amplified mm. a lot of these strange things that these Hollywood stars are doing and all that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there's anything to take from it is that, yeah, if you're Harish's friend and you need him to write a letter for you, yeah, just... Um, let me know. Uh, be, let him know. Uh, there's a lot, there's there's a lot of disclaimers coming. <laughs> a lot of disclaimers coming. <laughs> the letter will be one page, but the disclaimers will be a whole yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. sequence of things. I think the, yeah. the, 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 the most uh, relevant uh, example that like you said about Dikosh, right? And I mm. remember like Nathan Hartono yeah. and, and other celebrities that are also coming out and writing, uh, not not say to support him, like, right? But saying that, you know, yeah, he did something wrong and and as a friend, I have to stand by him, but yeah, uh, he has also to, you know, uh, you know, face the music himself. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so those types, I think people were, I mean, it wasn't, didn't cause a lot of controversy and everything, mm. right? But it's, it's always a very dicey situation, uh, yeah. yeah. And but but like that post in particular, Nathan, I don't know. I thought he he articulated it well. Uh, mm. That it was more that okay, my friend fucked up. I'm not gonna abandon him. He's going through a rough patch. I'll be there for him, like. Still, yeah, yeah. So so that kind of thing. I don't think there was any backlash to that, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He wasn't like writing to the Ministry of Home Affairs and asking them to help help out. I mean, maybe that. some people did. Uh, you never know, like. You never know, sir. <laughs> you never know. You yeah. never know. Yes. You never know. Be but yeah. Uh, you know that's a, a very that's a very big um it's a big part of the whole Me Too movement in Hollywood that we just talked about right? mm-hmm. but it's not just in Hollywood it's another part of the world mm. in Spain as well where there's a big Me Too movement not in uh not in the whole entertainment scene but even the sporting scene right? there's mm. a big Me Too moment happening right now mm. and what is this Me Too moment is that uh, Luis Rubiales? Yes. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yes. I know in in Spanish there's some silent L's. Mm. Um, but he just yesterday he finally resigned as president of the Spanish Football Federation. Uh, following that whole criticism that he got of, uh, for kissing the Spanish forward Jenny Hermoso at the World Cup women's women's World Cup final presentation ceremony. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot has happened since then. I think we briefly referenced that whole kissing incident on a previous podcast. Mm. But yeah, now he finally resigned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there a timeline that, that for of people course, who didn't follow? Man, I'm just waiting for that. Of course. So I think, I think there's an interesting sequence of events. There though, is. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, 
So 20th August, after Spain won the Women's World Cup final, mm. during the ceremony, uh, Luis Ribiales kissed Jenny Hermoso on the lips. La. As as he was presenting the yeah, medals the award, to yeah. them. La, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, you know, like when you watch those World Cup finals and all, at the end, they will have this this stage in the middle of the field. Mm. Then they go out one by one and there's always a series of guests who are presenting the award and yeah. he's the president of the Spanish Football Federation. La. Yeah. So he hugged her and then he... There's a there's a mini screenshots like, of him like just holding her face. He grabs and, her face, yeah, yeah, and kissing her on the lips, like, yeah, a very brief kiss, yeah, right. Um, and then the next and then day, he ushers her along, like, right? He ushers her along, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the and it was um uh, during a live stream later that night, Hermoso uh, was asked during an interview, and she said she did not enjoy it. Yeah, she did yeah. not enjoy the kiss. So twenty first August, Rubiales issues an apology, saying he's sorry for those who were offended. Mm. Um. And by then, he had already gotten a lot of criticism from footballers, media, and the Spanish Prime Minister. Yeah. So yeah. at that point in time, already, some people were calling him to step down. Mm. Then, 24th August, FIFA opens disciplinary proceedings to examine Rubiales' actions. Mm. Mm. Then, there was an emergency meeting at the Spanish FA on the 25th August, yeah. uh, where Rubiales called the kiss consensual, yeah. and he insists that he will not resign. Mm, mm. I think there's a viral video also of him saying he will not resign. Mm. He will not resign. Then, uh, later that day, Hermoso, the, pers- the the woman who was kissed, she releases a statement on Instagram mm. uh, saying that Rubiales is talking nonsense. Like, and at yeah. no time, the kiss was consensual. Yep, yep. Uh, because that's what Rubiales said. Like, the mm. kiss was consensual, right? So, so on that same day also, the Spanish government began legal proceedings to suspend Rubiales. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Spanish Secretary of Sport saying he wants this to be Spanish football's Me Too moment. Yeah. So this is all in the span of five days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he kissed, um, he said he's not going to resign. The government, other media personalities, and the player herself uh, re- uh, started clamping down. Yeah. Uh, 25th August also, 81 Spanish players, including all the women who went to the World Cup, announced mm. they will not play for the Spanish women's team until Rubiales is removed. Mm-mm-mm. Then... The next day, Spanish Football Federation, which is um, what Rubiales was president of, yeah. said they will take legal action over each falsehood. Mm. So at mm. that point, they were still kind of like backing him. Yeah. Then, um, 26 August, it had FIFA suspends Rubiales. Um, 26 August, um, the entire coaching staff of the of the World Cup team, mm. everybody resigned except the head coach, yeah. uh, Jorge Vilda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then by then he already starts criticizing Rubiales. Um, then there was an investigation. 28th August, Rubiales' mother goes on hunger strike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in church uh, in his hometown. Uh, but amidst that, Spanish football heads were demanding his resignation. Mm-hmm. Then the UFA uh, president, UEFA, UEFA yeah. president, uh, con- uh, scolds Rubiales, says it's inappropriate. Yeah. Um, calls for FIFA's investigation to be allowed uh, to to carry on. Then, uh, the next few days, yeah, Spanish men's team came out to condemn condemn him. Fifth September, the coach is sacked. Yeah, Vilda is sacked. Yeah. Um, and this is sixteen days after he won the World Cup. Is it Vilda's or, or Vilda? Vilda. Oh, Vilda. Okay. Jorge Vilda. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sixteen days after winning the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, 6 September, Hermoso, the player, mm. she submits mm. a complaint to Spain's National Prosecutor's Office. Mm. So she's pressing charges. La. Yeah. Um, and then 8 September, the Prosecutor's Office uh, files a complaint to the High Court 
Yeah. And then 10 September... Criminal charges, criminal criminal sexual charges. assault. Yeah. yeah, criminal charges. Rubiales announces his resignation. Mm, mm. So, On Piers Morgan, uncensored. No, oh, Piers no Morgan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, like, if everything of that, you're like, what the hell is Harish talking about? Basically, there was the case. He said he's not going to resign. Everybody started clamping down on him, including people who at first stood by him. Yeah. The player wanted to press charges and then he resigned. Mm, mm, yeah. Very, very long sequence of events uh, for yeah, yeah, one case that ruined everything for him. One case. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so so that's the crux of it. But mm. like from the time it happened to now, how, how this one you've been following? Right? I've been following, yeah. This one uh, I've been following. Because yeah. I mean, the Women's World Cup, I think, was uh the, the, this women's World Cup I think we mentioned was a much bigger deal than all previous women's World Cups like, right yeah, yeah but the actions of his actions at the end of the the match you know have drawn much more attention than the actual uh you know the actual uh joy yeah. Yeah, of Spain winning the women's World Cup like, right yeah but yeah. but like what was your thoughts when you saw this pan out huh? um the first thing I wanted to ask like, right and mm. maybe you have more color on this because you've spent you have relatives there and you spend more time there, right? Mm. Uh, in Spanish culture, how normal it is for people to kiss each other on the lips when they see each other, when greeting each other and all. I mean, I've definitely not kissed any of my family members on the <laughs> lips. <laughs> Those from Spain, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, of no, course, I mean, like, I asked him yeah. because when I was in France, you know, that, yeah. that whole, like, the cheek, the che- kissing cheek to cheek thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a very, I mean, it's a normal greeting. Yeah. It's like day to day when you, even when you just meet someone for the first time, sometimes a guy or girl or what, yeah. you do that, right? Yeah. Uh, in Singapore, we'll never do that because yeah, you'll be rubbing your sweat on, probably all over each other <laughs> and it's disgusting and you get cold. I, I think the more relevant experience, so I do have family members in Spain who grew up in Spain. Okay. okay. So my cousins there, they, they look Spanish, they speak Spanish. Ah, okay. uh, Spanish yeah, is yeah. their first, first language. Uh, but I think that one, the the Cindy culture overpowers the Spanish <laughs> culture a bit more. La. So there's no, there's no like, uh, like there's hugging and all. Okay, okay. But I remember back in school yeah. in, the, in the US, a lot of my um, uh, Hispanic friends, yeah. uh, friends from Spain, um, there was a very warm culture there. La. So okay. you meet, even go to class, you're like, uh, mwah, mwah, kiss uh, okay, on the okay. lips. Uh, no, on the cheek. On the, <laughs> on the lips. On the cheek. On the cheek. Oh, okay. and, and I remember coming from Singapore, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so that's friendly. So friendly. <laughs> and then when I traveled to Central America also, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, Spain and, and Central Latin America, they, they are different, but mm, mm. there's a lot of similarities also. Yeah. And that same culture, I remember going to my friend, uh, Mexican, his house, like everybody was so warm. The mom, the sister, the auntie, everybody just kiss on the cheek, kiss on the cheek, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and it is it is a very like um it, it is part of their culture la, to a mm. large extent. Yeah. Um, but on the lips, I guess uh different. Much, la, right? yeah, yeah. But but so yeah, I mean that was the first question in my mind, la, right? Mm. Was there some uh cultural misinterpretation of like uh you know what's acceptable in their culture that we are projecting and saying, oh, that's terrible and all. Mm. Uh, but hearing from, from your experience and, and obviously the from the subsequent uh, Jenny Homosa herself uh, mm. saying that she did not like it, it was not consensual and all, uh, doesn't feel like that, that that was consensual whatsoever, right? Mm. It's not part of their culture, so to speak. I think the biggest thing is from her, uh, Jenny Hermoso. Hermoso, um, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that changed everything. Like her saying is not consensual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and and wanting to press charges and all. Yeah. But you watch the video. Could it possibly have been consensual? 
It looked no lah. Cannot, right? Yeah, it, it was like, like he grabbed her and just kissed her on the lips straight away. Yeah. Like she did not even have, like it's not like he asked her or anything like that. Yeah. Right? yeah. So how can it be consensual? Even if it was like, whatever it is like whether even if it was between guys or something, some, some someone did that to you as a guy, you'd be like, huh, what the hell? Right. Mm. Yeah. But, but like, then what do you think of the argument saying it was in the heat of the moment? Here's the Spanish football president. No? Yeah, yeah. Like, already, like, winning the World Cup is like the epitome of football. Yeah. Right? In the heat of the moment. Correct. Is there any, any kind of like, um, redeeming point there? No? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of times in life when, you know, you celebrate things, you won competitions or you, you know, you've, You've done something great in your life, but mm. you don't immediately like, go and rob a bank or something like that or stab someone in, mm. the, in the heat of the moment and then after that be like, oh, okay, you know, it was just in the heat of the moment. Like. Yeah. So something wrong was done, uh, I think, regardless of whether it was in the heat of the moment or not. And that's the thing that I need to focus on, uh, that that there was a there was a certain behavior that was wrong. Like, because I think uh, aside from all that, people were also pulling out. They, they found a video of him when he was in the stands celebrating during the match. <laughs> yeah. And in near the Queen of Spain and everything, right? His and wife he, and his wife and, and, all, and he was celebrating, celebrating. And suddenly he started to grab his crotch, like and like shaking it towards someone in the crowd or someone on the field or something like that. And I think people were like, uh that's really inappropriate behavior for an official, <laughs> official, official of the of the country, like right? Yeah. To be celebrating like that in front of everybody in public. So it tells you that, yeah, everything is in the heat of the moment, but there's a pattern of, there seems to be a pattern of behavior where the, the things that he thinks he's allowed to do, mm. you know, whether in the heat of the moment or not, seem to be very different from what normal people think is, is acceptable behavior, right? Mm. And maybe it points to a larger problem within the management of the Spanish team. Uh, that's why that's why there's this whole issue, lor, that we are not, we, we've only seen it on the, on the surface now because of the kiss that was... Yeah. In public, like, right? Yeah. But what about anything else? If, if he thinks that this behavior was, uh, you know, uh, consensual and, and, and in the heat of the moment, what else is also being swept under the rug, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they, they, the, the, the good thing is that when Jenny Hermoso, they, I think they had a recent game in Mexico, she was given like a standing ovation. Mm. There's a mural of her painted on the stadium. So it's not say like... You know, like the U.S. women's national team, mm. uh, I think even within the U.S., they are yeah. quite polarizing. Mm-hmm. Because some people feel they are overstepping their their role as sports women into politics and all. Yeah. But this one, it feels like even the country is behind her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I mean, there there has been a strong Me Too movement um, uh, in Spain yeah. uh, o- over the past few years. Um, and yeah, it's just like what you said about what else is swept under the carpet. Like Jorge Vilda, the head coach, mm. he was the only one who didn't resign when everyone else did. Yeah. So you yeah. look at it, you're like, oh, mm, but I mean, he just won the, literally just won the World Cup, right? right? Yeah. So so that's why. So then 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 it brings up the question, like, like okay, shit, like, uh, uh, is this? Because you can argue, right? Let's say they just won the World Cup. Mm-hmm. This guy Luis Rubiales, um, as much as he doesn't believe in consensual kissing, yeah. he's a good president, lah. Yeah. Uh, then what, like, of all the good things that could happen with Spanish football through people who know their shit, by changing the management totally, yeah. could this be a setback also, la, you mm-hmm. know, to to uh, women's football in Spain? La. But I think then, then yeah, it's important to look at the context of what's been happening with the team. Mm. I think last September, that means in 2022, 
there already was uh, some mutiny within the Spanish national team, the women's national team, mm. where I think 15 players or something said that unless there are major changes within management, they refuse to play for the national team or what. Mm. And uh, I think at that point of time, the Spanish Football Federation was a lot more defensive and saying that, uh, you know, oh, yeah, we're treating this very seriously. If you're one of 15 players, like, it's, uh, it's mutiny. Basically, they're saying like, yeah, this is very mutinous kind of behavior and it's not, it's not allowed, like, and you won't be selected for the national team next time. Uh. Mm. So it sounds like <clears throat> within the organization, the players already were, at least a big, a big group of them, were already trying to blow the whistle and saying that there's mm. something wrong with the management structure here. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, like all these things with the coach and all, like that you pointed out that the coach, you know, everyone else resigned, but he didn't resign. And he didn't really speak up against um, what happened as well appropriately uh, until much later, yeah, like, right? until there was a lot of pressure. Um, yeah, so it points that there probably was something already brewing within the dressing room and all that, that, you know, this was the moment like, that, that everything spilled over. Mm. So I, I, I think there's a lot of um, people out there who are saying, oh, you know, uh, they're making a mountain out of a molehill. It's just one sh- small incident and it's overshadowed. You all are shooting yourselves in the foot by letting it overshadow what you guys have done. Mm. Uh, in fact, some people were even going on to Jenny Hermosa, uh, Hermoso's Hermosa, yeah. Instagram and there's a picture of her uh, kissing another guy on the lips. And uh, it turns out it's her brother, her older brother. <laughs> so you look at some of the comments <laughs> which you can translate and all, people are like, ah! How can you, you can kiss your older brother on the lips and then another guy kiss you. This is even worse than another guy kiss you. You know, that kind of thing, like, right? So in, that's the internet. But <clears throat> I think the, the point there is that, uh, yeah, like, there are people who are looking at the kiss as this isolated incident and causing such a large fallout. Like. But it sounds like, or at least to, to us outside, you're looking at the sequence of events, that there's more to it. Like, mm. That they have been pushing for something for some time and now this just tips everything over. Like. which I mean in some way it is it is kind of like um, related to the first topic because Mm. now the women's national coach is uh, a woman woman yeah Yeah. Yeah. and you know in light of all those those new videos that are coming up about how on the set of that 70s show here's a 14 year old 19 year old I mean over the past few years we've seen the rise of intimacy coordinators on set because in settings like those you have a new actress Someone, a guy who's older, who mm. knows another guy, is that there's just this bro kind of like, yeah, yeah. This, this bro, this bro code, I don't say bro code, the bro, the bro mentality where, oh, you know, we're in power, we can do whatever we want. Mm, 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 so, I mean, like, hopefully this works out for Spanish football because if the women's coach comes in and they still continue to kick ass, right, then yeah. it's fucking great. La. Yeah. It's yeah. great. But maybe, uh, maybe that's like a big thing, la, right? Mm. That why is it? They you know the is the is a male coach when there are probably uh, capable female coaches or so in the system. Why mm. is it a male coach that is coaching the female side, like, Right. Mm. Of course, you could point to uh, meritocracy and all these things. But at the end of the day, if it's a woman's game, right? You know, why not let a, a female coach or so run it, like, Right. Mm. Uh, give it an opportunity, like, Not saying that it must be like that forever, but at yeah. least have the opportunity, like, Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah. But but what do you think, like, If you were like, let's say, in your hockey days or something like that. Your teacher in charge, I don't know, of hockey. Maybe she's a, a woman or something. And then mm. you're celebrating or winning a game and then suddenly you run up the teacher and, and then and then like hug and kiss and all. And then after that, and she grabs my face. No, you as the player, la, you as the player. But they're all different. Why different? Because it's a player and a coach. 
This one is like there's okay. a there's an age, there's a gender thing. Oh, okay, and then, okay. So there's a power dynamic. Yeah, there's there, a power uh, dynamic there also. So the player, if if it was Jenny Hermosa, Hermoso who grabbed him and kissed, then that's okay, lah. That's it. Ah, if he says he's not consensual, <laughs> then same thing, lah. Then, then, problem, then they la. cannot be double standards. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. they cannot be double standards. Like, yeah, but if yeah. she grabbed and kissed, then it's just the reversal, lah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. But I guess like what you say, lah, is she grabbed and kissed. Uh, at least there's no like big power dynamic between them, lah, right? Mm. Like she can't fire him or yeah. determine whether. Like he's let's say I was she's a terrorist and I love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we rap, right? You just go up to one of the actresses and kiss them on the lips. Oh yeah, like that's inappropriate, lah. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, will be yeah. like, "Yo, Terrence, what the fuck, Terrence?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Or even like, no, not even like the director, but you as the as the lead actor. And and with the actress that I and actually actress, kissed. You, yeah, and you casted her. You wrote the script. The scene and everything. And there's a scene where I kissed her. <laughs> yeah. You know? So isn't that inappropriate? But that one, she knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. And I think we also made sure to talk to the the actress and everything about it very carefully, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a, not not say intimacy co- coordinator or what, but there was always the makeup artist the f- was always yeah. with them and everything, like, right? Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. if we rap and then I go and be like, hey, I kiss you just now, I kiss yeah, you kiss again. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, one, yeah. that one doesn't work, like. Yeah, yeah. And then it becomes inappropriate. Like. Yeah, so, so I think, yeah, the context and the, yeah, the time and place does matter and yeah. who's kissing, who's if grabbing was, who. Like. If it was a Spanish kissing team, yeah, yeah. Then the president of the Spanish Kissing Federation yeah, yeah. kiss the player. Even mm. then, right? I think got fine. You you can't just assume that it's consensual. Correct, correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. But so, you think the more appropriate behavior for him would have been to step down immediately after that whole thing blew up? Hmm. I mean, if he wants to fight and like fight it, yeah. or, I mean, that's up to him, lah. Mm, mm, yeah. I think the yeah, but maybe the moment that the. Uh, the other the the female player said that it was not yeah not consensual. not consensual. I think the writing's on the wall already, like, right? Yeah, yeah. You you kind of like read the room wrongly. Like. Maybe he could have could have rescued it if he wasn't so adamant that he did oh, nothing yeah, wrong. Yeah. Like. If he right. apologized, if he apologized, yeah. Everything. And if he kind of like yeah, maybe not say step down, but like promoted someone else to to be like yeah. like you know like yeah in Hollywood they basically had an intimacy coordinator yeah, come on yeah. set and. It doesn't mean you can't have a male director anymore. Yeah. But there's there's at least someone there to to make sure that nothing funk, funky is happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The funny thing is that the the coach, uh, Jorge Vilda, Vilda. Yeah. there's a video of him also. Like after they win the, I think while they were celebrating with mm. him, he also uh, accidentally, I don't know accidentally, but he also grabbed one of his team staff's uh, boobs. Mm. Uh, like, while, you know, I, I guess they all were in, you know, in a huddle and everything, like, right? Mm. And it's captured on camera. Mm. So you can find the video out but there. But was it, did it look like intentional? Because no, I, yeah, I yeah. have definitely elbowed like boobs of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like people like over the years. Like. So, so that one, it, it, I mean, people saw it. I think articles were written about it in light of everything that's going on. But uh, it hasn't been as big, a, a, mm. you know, hasn't caused big, big thing or what. Because... He, firstly, you look at the video, he's not even looking at yeah. the person. It could have totally been an accidental thing where he was trying to like, you know, uh, you know, just embrace his team staff or anything like that. Mm. And I think that particular member of the staff has not come forward and said that, mm. you know, she was sexually harassed or anything like that, you know. Yeah. So maybe that's why it's not become a thing. But um yeah, like it just it just uh it's just another big question mark, right? You know, when when there's so much, seems to be a lot of controversy about between, you know, t- or tension between the 
the male members of management and the female players. Mm. Uh, it makes you question other relationships within the team also, which is not good for the sport, uh, right? Because yeah. Yeah, nobody talks about this, the Spanish women's team winning. or uh, Yeah, that's why it's all about his kids. It's all about this guy. Uh, he made it all about himself, uh, right? And even... Appearing on Pierce Morgan seems to be like the thing for, for Did you anyone. watch the whole interview? No, I just saw the uh, snippets of it and uh. it's just like, yeah, la, he's not exactly sorry, sorry for anything, la, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, tough situation for for Spanish footballer. Yeah, man. Even after winning a World Cup. But it's like turning a new leaf, la, you know? If yeah. there's one yeah. part where you want to get the most talented people to work on the team, it's mm. probably now la, after they won the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Mm. But yeah. Tough la. So yeah, Interesting. You, so you're saying that if you were if you were the player and you grabbed the your your female teacher in charge or anything like that, uh that's not an issue. La. Less of, <laughs> no, less, less of no, an issue. La. It is equally an issue. If, first of all, issue. assuming yeah, yeah. age, la, okay. <laughs> the way you just say, let's say university, la, okay? Okay, okay. University. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you grab the, the 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 teacher and like it's not consensual. It's mm. an issue. Eh? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's an issue. If but, you grab another player and you just yeah. kiss him or her on the lips also, it's not consensual. It's an issue. Eh? Yeah, but you know, in uh, football, there's this very big culture of like slapping each other on the butt, la, right? American football. La. No, even... Uh, so- like, so- football. Fo- football, football, not so much. La. God, you see. Eh? So, yeah, like, you know, when they when uh. substitutes take over, a lot of mm. times they slap the other player's butt or something, you know, mm-hmm. to move along and everything like that. They want also, uh, is it consensual or not consensual? You know, <laughs> I think there's a whole key in Pierce kid about this American footballer who oh, yeah, just yeah. loves to slap ass. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think I remember. I mean, consensual slap on the butt. Uh. Mm, mm. Friendly slap on the butt between, between I'm, people. I'm pretty yeah. sure now, like anyone who does that, they might be a bit more conscious, lah. Have to be, uh, yeah. Uh, have yeah, to be, yeah. la. I don't know whether they would check, uh, hey, bro, yeah. you okay if I slap your butt in the heat of moment? <laughs> moment uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, you, last time when you were playing uh, hockey or that, you all didn't, you, no, no slaps on the butt or anything? Uh. No, no, no slaps on the butt. Oh, okay, okay. I think now one thing, right, yeah. that I'm never fully sure, uh, which is the recent thing, is when taking photos with people you just met at events oh, or something, yes, right? Yes, yeah. The hand on the shoulder. Uh, the hand, yeah. You gotta be careful with the hand. Yeah, cannot, uh, right? You gotta have the hover hands, uh, just hover. But then yeah. you cannot make it so obviously hovering. Mm. You need to kind of mask the hover. Or just don't don't put yeah, the hand on But yeah. then you don't do, then it feels like, like very like, like COVID time, got socially distant like that. So mm. that's something that I'm, I, I've realized. You struggle over. with, because uh, <laughs> you want to put your hands <laughs> no, on people. No, not struggle with. <laughs> it's just something that, I mean, in some way, there's a certain camaraderie, you know, when people yeah, are, like, yeah, getting yeah. close. But now you have to be very conscious of that. La. But I don't it know how, how girls feel about that. Like, mm. I, I'm guessing most guys would be like, okay, don't put your arm around anyone unless you know them well enough or something. La. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah. but, you know, there are, for example, the Pixar, I think Pixar CEO, right? Mm. John Lasseter. Uh, I mean, he got the whole big Me Too thing. I mean, he, he was a genius in, who created Toy Story all that. But he's out of Pixar because, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, people felt like he was inappropriately hugging employees for too long and mm, things like that. You see? Mm. So uh, there is also that to contend with, uh, that that um, what you think might is just very friendly or overtly, like, you know, like cam- camaraderie building kind of behavior mm. could actually be perceived as a 
harassment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you careful, lah. Careful hey, with your hands. Fuck, I knew you were coming from that moral <laughs> high ground thing. No, I don't do it. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. I'm just saying it's something that. You want to do, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> you are a master at putting your hands on things for, for too long. That's what you are. Inanimate objects. Inanimate objects. Inanimate objects. 84 hours or so can. 75 lah. 75. But yeah, it is something that, that occurs to me like, okay, okay, you have to be careful. Mm. You know, which is, which I guess is, it's, it's, uh, it's new lah. Yeah. 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 And, and I think I'm going to ask, ask uh, my female friends you now what they feel about that. Mm. Like if they're at a work meeting or something yeah. and then, oh, post a photo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's kosher. I think, I mean, right now, I, I guess if it's like above shoulder or like shoulder and all, it's not too bad. La. Once you start going to the back and the but waist. Above shoulder also, I can imagine can be a bit tricky. Can la. Let's say the person is like wearing like, you know, no, uh, showing the shoulders yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Then it's skin on skin contact. So it's, yeah. it's very tricky. Then it becomes la, right? your hover skill. La. Your hover the skill. Hover, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your hover like, skill. Or, I mean, do what I do. La. Just point. <laughs> just use your fingers and point. Both hands doing something. Yeah, yeah. yeah just point. Yeah, la, just you know. <laughs> Point to show that hey, I'm with this. I'm like <laughs> friends with this person. That kind of thing, lah. You know, but don't don't need to go and like touch, touch, and hug, hug, lah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's so, true. You point a lot, lah. You point, I point a lot. A lot I point a yeah, lot. But yeah, you have to point yeah. like face only, lah. Point, yeah, lah. Obviously, you don't point at the, the private parts or anything, lah. Right? That's inappropriate. But pointing, yeah. ah, pointing is a solution. Pointing is a solution. Yeah, point. When in doubt, point. Yeah, when in doubt, point. When in doubt, point. Even the hover hands also could be just seen as like it's even creepier because it seems like you're so conscious of it that that is like weird, lah. Right? And you're like, okay, I want to touch you, but yeah. you know, I want to be polite, so I'm yeah. just gonna do that. And then the question mark is after the photo is taken, did your hand come down and touch? Ah, right? yeah, 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 correct, correct. Yeah. That, yeah, la. so, so interesting. Like, interesting yeah, yeah. But kiss definitely cannot. Kiss, kiss, definitely cannot. kiss, kiss is out of the question. Okay. But yeah. Oh, wait, I just wanted to ask also. Oh, then yes. if, if it was just a kiss on the cheek, do you think it would have been a different different thing? I think it all, it all comes down to the consent. Mm. Like if it was something that, like you don't grab the face and kiss on the cheek. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can, I mean like a consensual hug. You yeah. know, like a consensual, you need both parties to come mm. into it la, right? and then pull and drag the person yeah pull it. and drag okay. if you hug someone and their hands are just by their side and all then yeah. it's not a consensual hug la. yeah yeah so kiss on the cheek so if his hands weren't holding onto her face and then there was a kiss on the cheek maybe maybe it might have passed maybe something. maybe la, yeah. La, yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was also grabbing his crotch right before that la, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know where but he wasn't grabbing his crotch be, right like. before that la. it was oh, like yeah, like 30 minutes before la. but also not in the, in the appropriate place to be grabbing uh, yeah, your crotch yeah, true. Yeah. But maybe it's a, it's a part of the, the you know the showing I'm a man kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, the, I, I think the Men's World Cup, the, yeah. Argentinian, the Argentinian goalkeeper, yeah. Martinez, right? He also did some, uh, a bit more lewd He put the, go, the golden gloves <laughs> yeah, at his, his crotch. crotch yeah. <laughs> no, that was fucking weird. La. But I, I mean, he was just doing, I mean, it's a rude gesture, but it was, he didn't do it on anybody, la, right? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so nothing nothing came out from there. La. Yeah. yeah, but, but cool. Yes, uh, so besides uh, talking about Kisses. We also want like to talk about one shot comments. Yeah. Uh, much more innocent than, than kisses. And what is your one shot comment? Uh, my one shot comment um is uh, it's a uh, it's 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 a uh, it's on. Uh, mm. I guess the the people who have commented so far on the the mega thread we posted over the mm. weekend la, Yes. Relating to our latest horror comedy podcast series, mm. it's called Afterlife Support. Um, I think over the weekend it it reached like number six on Spotify. Yeah. After yeah. just two episodes. Yeah. So so I mean yeah, just anyone who has given it a listen and like even the people who commented 
on this thread, like the the familiar uh, Jungle Jimbo, mm, Accidental mm. Juries. We really appreciate you guys listening to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if anybody has any comments relating to the show, just just join the party there, man. Mm, 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 yeah. So so that's my one shook uh, series of comments. Um. Yeah. And uh, for me, my one shook comment is the is on our Reddit thread as well about mm. the episode four three four where we talked about the Kinderland saga and everything. Mm. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting comments from from people, uh, accidental jurist, for example, uh, Kim Ji Hoon and all. Talking about the the incident uh, and and what was actually uh, bad or wrong about it, and um, it's quite interesting, like Because I think uh, um, there's a lot. I mean, everyone has a lot of different perspectives about it. But uh, if anything, but the, the that we can all agree on the comms in the play, in the whole case wasn't great, la. Mm. And I think uh, there's a lot of interesting comments here that people are making about how the comms were handled very badly, la. Oh, I see. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, man. And, and what about your one shook thing? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a shook thing, mm. but in light of everything that we're talking about, the Me Too movement and and and, and you know, uh, sexual uh, assault and abuse and everything, uh, there's a Netflix show, a Netflix, yeah, is it just a movie? A Netflix movie out now. Um, I think it came out about three weeks ago. It's called. It's a documentary called Scouts Honor. Mm. The secret files of the Boy Scouts oh, of America. Mm. So it's about um, thousands, I think 82,000 cases of sexual abuse that have uh, in recent years have unraveled uh, and, and come out into public. And uh, basically this is a movie that talks about how the whole Scouts movement in America seems to have you know neglected or maybe even allegedly covered up a lot of these cases of abuse between scoutmasters and oh children. God. And uh, yeah, it's a very difficult documentary to watch because it's, it's it recounts a lot of stories of victims. But uh, I, I think what's interesting is that these are, they're all grown men now, men in their 40s, 50s, who are all coming forward in front of camera talking about how they were, you know, uh, sexually assaulted or abused when they were part of the scouts in there as kids. Uh. And, uh, you know, the documentary delves into the system that made it possible for this to happen. Um, so it's 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 a real tough watch. But uh, I, re- I actually didn't really want to watch it. Uh, but but because I was from a uniform group last time in school, oh. um, and then, you know, you hear about the scouts. All that, I, I didn't know that all this was happening and that even the Boy Scouts of America have now filed for bankruptcy to protect themselves from all these lawsuits already. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah since uh, 2020, 2021. So yeah, oh, I, I didn't know all this was happening. So it's really interesting because, yeah, as a parent of a young child, a young boy especially, yeah, there's a lot of things. You realize that there's a lot of things that you have to be careful of. La. And then whatever institutions or organizations, uh, you know, in, in community, whether it's religious or, or secular or whatever, there's a lot of predators out there who, you know, Basically, I think the big point is access to children, right? That's oh the key. Oh my god! That's the key thing that a lot of predators are looking. So, for. so like it's a it's a one one off like one off thing. Uh, it's one of those things you watch already. You just like the world's a horrible place that like, you feel after that. Yeah. Fuck. So yeah, that's why in the same in the same theme as a lot of what we're discussing today. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like after you watch that, uh, you can watch my one shot thing, which yeah. is a lot easier to watch. Okay. 
uh, is the original Ip Man, which I haven't ah, watched. The first one? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's on Netflix? Or? Yeah, Netflix, okay, Netflix. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your first time watching it? First time watching it. Why do you suddenly watch Ip Man? Um, Cultural exchange. No, no, no. I remember, was it Saturday night or something? Yeah. I think me and my wife uh, just finished like meal prepping for the week. Okay. And like three hours of cooking and all. Yeah, yeah. And we said, okay, let's just veg out. Um, and I wanted a movie where it was fun, yeah. got action, yeah. and no, you think that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I was, hey, I've been wanting to watch Iman for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so she was just chilling out, uh, not really paying attention to the TV. Yeah, uh, I was watching. Then it's just, it really is a fun watch. Yeah, like the yeah. story is so ridiculous. Mm. Uh, I mean, it has some truth. It's based on the life of the real Iman, right? Yeah, yeah. But of course, with creative liberties. Yeah. And he's just a monster who just beats the shit out of people. Yeah. And the way they recreated that. The city of Foshan. Yeah. I don't know how accurate it is, mm. but there was something very, how you say, uh, fantastical about yeah. the whole show and the look and feel of it. Sure, la. sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so I thought I thought that was a, a easy watch. Uh, but it was actually really good. La. It was a really good yeah. movie. It's a really yeah, good yeah, movie. Yeah. It's got real character, real yeah. heart and everything. Yeah, it's so a, I take offense when you're saying that it's a, it's oh, a very a easy brainless, watch. Brainless, easy watch. It's a very easy watch. <laughs> it's a very, very easy watch. It was a, was a big cultural thing back yeah. then, back in the day as well. Like like uh, for, I think, uh, China, uh, yeah. China, Hong Kong-ish kind of movies. And and it launched Donnie Yen Donnie into Yen, the mainstream. Yeah, correct, correct. I mean, yeah. he was, he had always been a a star, mm. but mostly just for you know martial arts and and small smaller roles. Mm. But this one really launched him into the stratosphere. Yeah, like. but it was an easy watch. Easy, easy watch. watch. No, no, it's a very easy watch. But I also feel like as a movie, it's 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 really engaging and everything. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I really enjoyed it. Uh, try two and three. Then then you two and three and all onwards. Uh, to me, are easy watches. Like. Oh, was so, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a sense that they didn't have the, the 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 gravitas of the first one, uh, where, oh. where you know it was it was anchored in the Sino-Japanese yeah, conflict yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah, two and three. I mean, there's Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson freaking appears. <laughs> That's and, when and Hollywood together. was like, okay, <laughs> we got to make this shit. Yeah, yeah. But one, yeah. one, yeah, one really was like, I think even for me, it opened my eyes. Like, oh, wow, they are they are understanding how to really create movies that speak to not just China or Hong Kong or what, mm. but really to the world, right? So you if know? I say it was campy, <clears throat> is that offensive also? Uh, I mean, then then I'll question like how, in what context you're watching, like, were you like stoned or something like that? No, no, because that? I mean, in yeah. some way, the I say campy in the sense <clears throat> that like certain parts of the story, I'm like, it's, it's a bit improbable that ah, it yeah, just happened course, like course, that. Course, so yeah. that's what I meant by campy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. I, I loved it in the sense that it just was very, it didn't shy away from just just being on the nose. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. yeah. But yeah, it was still an easy watch. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I could yeah, see yeah, you yeah. tense up and like, you <laughs> fucking insulting my culture. No, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to protect you here, <laughs> you know, by pointing out, by pointing that out before someone calls you out for it. If they call me what, like, it's a, it's not an easy watch, it's a difficult watch. Is it? like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. an easy watch. It's like easy the best watch, movies yeah. are always easy watches, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess the equivalent is if I watched like, uh, Three Idiots or something. Three yeah. Idiots or something. Yeah. I say, oh, oh, it's so culturally shallow, that kind of thing. I, I never say it's culturally <laughs> no, I shallow. Said, I said, Three Idiots. Is, easy, I, I love Three Idiots. I, so yeah, but I easy it, and yeah. culturally shallow, two very yeah, different yeah, things. No, but Iman does yeah. I, I think it, it walks a fine line between like you know being you know taking itself too seriously yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. also just being a fun watch yeah, it yeah, walks a very cool. nice fine line yeah it was great man. Yeah, it was great yeah, yeah, it was yeah. great 
But cool, man, Terrence, you come down already, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just making. I just want to, <coughs> just want to lay the ground that you know that we are a multicultural podcast that we, yeah, we also, very forcefully yeah. lay the ground. Huh? Very forcefully lay the ground. We, we are open to all types of interpretations <laughs> of cultural products. Yes, I remember the last movie that I said. I got very worked up about and you said Easy Watch was Crazy Rich Asians. No lah. You said it's Easy Watch. No, Barbie. I think Barbie was the recent one. I like, guess, yeah, Barbie yeah, as well. Barbie, Barbie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Barbie to me was an easy watch, easy fun watch. Friday night watch. Yeah, because you never think about the message, Terrence. <laughs> it's uh. like you just walked up from Oppenheimer expecting, then you end up watching Barbie instead. <laughs> <laughs> but cool, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for listening and uh, if you did enjoy this podcast, just remember to hit that subscribe button on YouTube and follow us on Spotify. Leave a rating. And if you want to participate in the discussion, just head on over to our Reddit. All the links are in the show notes. Peace.